Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast, and I'm your host, Nick Orowski, and today I want to dive into COVID-19. Uh, reason being, I've had a bunch of friends of mine actually asking, uh, most recently Dave, so thank you Dave, uh, just my thoughts on COVID, right? Like, what's going on with it? Uh, what can you do about it? And I mean, a lot of my patients, a lot of my clients ask me this too, so I think this is going to be actually a great way to just give a give a resource and that's that's what this is meant to be for me as well as just kind of get some of my thoughts out on it do a little creative expression right just because that's what this is all about now i'm going to preface this by saying my life did not really change from covid very much so take that for what it means i i don't necessarily know what it means however what what do i say when i say that so my life changed a little bit. Okay, my life changed because I wore a mask, right? And I still wear a mask here and there. Uh, I'll get into masks in the future. I'm just saying how my life changed, right? So that did change things for me. The other thing that changed, my gym was kind of like shutting down-ish during this. Uh, when it all started, we were living with our in-laws, so the gym was... Uh, not an outlet for me. It was a place that I could still go and train. Uh, I just changed that and just started training at work more. And then I was planning basically on when we moved and we moved during the, this pandemic anyway, uh, to just train in my garage. And so that's all I do. So that, that kind of changed, but not really, that didn't necessarily change because of this virus. Right. Other than that, I went to work every day as normal. I went to the farmer's market the other thing that changed, Julie started going to the store. We used to go like all together. Uh, sometimes we do, but now it's just, I mean, with three kids and three young kids, not that we don't want to, we just don't necessarily do it. And it gives her actually more of a little bit of an outlet to get some alone time and just be by herself. So we use it for that, right? And then I can spend some more time with the kids. So it works out nicely for me. So those would be really my biggest changes in my life. I still get to see my family on a regular basis. I I, I still do everything. So that that it's it, 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 sorry. I'm actually having trouble coming up with words because I I look at this as saying and it's it's sometimes difficult for me to relate. So that's what I'm doing my best uh, to look at everything objectively here for people as well. Now, the first thing that I want to uh, really address is the whole: is it real, right? Well, yes, I think this is an actual virus. Uh, do I think that this is just like some big conspiracy, this and that? It's like, well, there's a lot more behind it than that. However, does this exist? Yeah, like the, there is a virus. Is it to what everybody says it is? Well, that's what we're going to explore. But first and foremost, like there is something going on. People are actually getting sick. People are actually dying. Yes, like that is happening. So I don't think it's, no, oh, I don't know anybody that's happened to. No, no, no. I have people that I definitely know this has happened to, right? Now, what what started it all, right? Where did this all begin? That is now a different story. So yeah, from what I can tell, there is, it came out of a lab in Wuhan uh, that had already had, if you look at it, a lot of violations for really not following the rules of what 
the highest level of a biosafety lab should follow, right? Level four. I think there's only a couple in the world, right? And they just, they weren't following proper protocol. And that th- this was uh, by the, by design, by whatever, that I don't know, right? But no, there's, there's a lot behind this. Uh, just so happened to happen in China, right? Now, now we're talking bioterrorism. So are these kind of things absolutely possible? Yeah. Could a government like China's go and want to kill millions of its people? Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, this isn't the first time this would have happened throughout history. If you if you look at Russia, right? And if you look at Russia very recently, the within the last hundred years, stuff like this has happened. As well as then, you look at the the, the Nazis and just going and killing people. So to say that they wouldn't do this and not to say we'd also have no idea even what's going on in North Korea at this current time. Yeah. So their stuff is like, this is absolutely happening. And then it brings up the whole Bill Gates thing with him making predictions that this kind of stuff's going to happen. Now, is that a prediction or is he just using that as a warning saying, Hey, I'm coming after you. Right. And to me, he is a rather scary man. I, I think there's a lot to be unpacked with what he brings to the world i i don't know i i I think it's it speaks a lot to say like he's just trying to make a whole lot of money off of vaccines off of whatever else that he has investments in here and i i think that that's a tough thing to quantify right because there's so much set up so many hidden agendas not just between him uh many other large public and not necessarily public figures even but they just have too much money too much power and not that that not that they didn't earn that right if you set up microsoft that's that's a very big deal to me uh just as steve jobs doing apple just as uh, um, google like uh these these companies like to get to that point to what to the value that they added and brought i think is absolutely incredible However, to go outside of that and now all of a sudden be into vaccines into without really doing the proper education on it, I, I, I think that's absolutely bogus. Now, maybe you bring some of those people in. However, I think there's just a lot a lot behind this. Now, that being said, is this is this real? That's kind of what this comes back to. Yes. The biggest question I have for that afterwards, so I've really tried to look this up over the last few weeks to find statistics on what I would just call in quotes, the normal flu, right? I can't find any. It does not exist. There's just nothing about it that's that's out there. And it's still just absolutely mind boggling. Like, okay, so something that's been around for, I, I really have no idea how long, is now all of a sudden gone because we have another virus that is crazy and lethal and deadly. But if you look at the statistics again, taking out people that have died that actually haven't died for it. I I don't know that we're going to ever get accurate statistics. So I, I just don't really even almost entertain that idea. So I said, I've had patients that have uh, really been affected by COVID or had loved ones that were, and even uh, loved ones that died. And then I've also had ones that during this, uh, what, nine month period, 10, um, 12 month period, whatever we're on now, 
people that have uh, patients and clients of family members that have died and on their death certificate says COVID-19 and these people believe me like they've had lawyers involved they've been flipping out because they said what what are you talking about like they didn't ever test positive um they didn't have that and it's that's just what is being put on birth certificate or excuse me birth certificates death certificates uh I don't know how much money hospitals and the like are in nursing homes, whatever it is that are getting uh, because of this. I do know that they are getting money if that's what they're put on there. So that's just disgusting to me that somebody would take something else away from somebody, whether it's you died at 90 because, well, you were 90 and old age is actually a thing. Like, yeah, you can die from aging, right? Uh, if you want to take a dive into that, uh, David Sinclair, uh, really, really can give you open your mind on just dying of aging, right? And not only that, what if you had cancer? What if you had whatever it is, right? Like these are all causes of death that shouldn't be shouldn't be excluded, right? Now, moving on from that, I want to go into so well from where is the regular flu to masks. I don't really watch the news. However, I've I, I've looked into this enough to find out that the the most ridiculous thing I think that comes out of this, and I just I, I still I'm laughing about it as I'm about to start talking about it. Right? Okay. So there's no flu this year, uh, or numbers are significantly down because everybody's wearing masks and social distancing. Yet now on the exact flip side of that coin, you can listen to the next news clip or you can change the channel and everybody will be now all of a sudden screaming from, oh yeah, there's no flu, like the masks work, to nobody's wearing their masks, nobody's social distancing, the numbers are going up on COVID. It's like, what the fuck? Like, this makes absolutely no sense. Like, you're telling me on one side of this coin that you have the masks saving the world. Nobody's getting the flu. On the flip side of that, well, numbers are on the rise because nobody's wearing their masks. Like, no, come on. So this and like, this is this is absolutely bogus. So you, you can't use the same argument on the exact for the exact opposite reason. And that's why there's three sides to every story: your side, my side, and the truth. Right. The the now actually like diving into. The masks. So I, I want to bring that up because I still think it's absolutely absurd how that still gets thrown around. Now, masks, are they effective? I think that a proper form-fitting N95 mask can do a lot to prevent transmission in close quarters. Yes, I would absolutely agree with that. Do I think that a a cotton face covering, a polyester face covering, something that is not down to uh, the the proper microns and smaller uh, than the virus is, does something. Yeah, I actually do think that it does something. Now, what I mean by that is if I just <clears throat> like cough just right down into a room right now, well, would all those particles just more easily flow? Yeah, like, I, I, I do, right? So, if, if people aren't just stupid, like, okay, cough into your arm, sneeze into your arm, right? 
There's just, like into your elbow was what I'm I'm kind of demonstrating as I'm saying that right. There's a there's a simple uh, reason for that right. Like now, if you're breathing properly in and out through your nose, if you're not just like spitting and screaming at people like right in front of their faces, well, all this is naturally going to kind of happen uh, and just like flow down and just not be uh, obnoxious, right? Now your germs going to go out there, right? Like they're not going to all be captured into the mask either, right? So you have to understand that. Now, is it going to spread no matter what? Yeah, like it's going to get out there unless like I said, you're wearing that proper uh, fitting N95 mask. Is it going to go? Yeah, I just think it's you're not going to get the uh, blanket just like projectiles. Uh, so I, I, I will give that it does that to some extent. However, if you're just sitting down next to somebody and just hanging out like, yeah, it's not going to matter. Right. They're going to get, they're going to breathe the same air. I mean, how many, uh, parts per who knows what it is, trillion, the higher number than that, uh, of air are you breathing that they said Jesus did. Right. So this is, I, I think it's cool. I mean, that, that has been said, right. So you're breathing in some of the same things that people have throughout history and, will always continue to do so, right? So that's that, That's my take on mask. Like, does it do something? Yes, I think it stops some of that larger projection. That's about all I think it does. Do I think this is going to be the end-all, be-all? Uh, no, because now I think it leads to a whole mess of other problems, right? Or you're not exposing your immune system enough. Now, yeah, again, that's kind of like... No, I don't even think that's really a valid point. Okay, I'm going to leave that one alone. Now, what do I think it's negatively doing? Uh, I think it negatively is putting a mask on people. Yeah, I know that sounds weird. What I mean is you're wearing like a, a veil of deception, if you will. Like me, just my eyes, that's not just me. I have my nose, I have my mouth, I have my teeth, my tongue my cheeks, right? Like, this isn't something that you can necessarily see. I have my beard behind that mask. And that is me, right? My, my three-year-old Maxie right now, he's into wearing a Batman mask and this, like, cool dinosaur mask, right? And he'll put it on and he'll come up, he'll, like, run up to you, go, ah, like, try and scare you. And then he just pulls up and he goes, no, it's Max. And just so lighthearted. And he recognizes, like, he's wearing a mask. That's not him. Right? So when we're marrying a mask all the time, I think we're robbed of our identities. I really do. Like that's not us. So don't 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 put that facade up. Uh, I think of like Wilson Wilson, even from Home Improvement. For those of you back in the day, always stood behind the fence. You never saw him until the very last episode, where he pulled the mask or pulled really pulled the mask away, pulled the fence away. Yeah, you could have looked it up. Well, there wasn't even as much internet at the time, but there was this. You didn't know him, and it was meant to be a joke, but now it's not a joke anymore. You don't get to know people. That does scare me. I think it's we're all living behind that veil now. Uh, the breathing in of carbon dioxide, that doesn't really bother me. I don't think that that's that big of a deal. I think people are freaking out about that a lot more. The reason I say this one is if you learn to breathe properly, like the CO2, you're, there's still so much oxygen flow that's getting in there. Uh, 
yeah, I, I don't really buy that as being much of anything. I mean, I'll see statistics like, oh, you're getting this instead of this. Yeah, but your body is so efficient in being able to extract that that actually it's not that efficient. Like you, I should say you're you're going to get plenty of the oxygen that you need. I think what happens is the airflow in and out is the problem. So yeah, it might slow down the rate. And, and I think it becomes even more dangerous when you're having to do this right with breathing heavier. Uh, and when I say that, I, I'm a physical therapist. If I'm in the clinic, like, yeah, I'm going to tell people, uh, okay, go ahead over in the corner, just catch your breath, right? Because I do it uh, out of respect for other people at the same time. I think some people, I don't want to impose other fears in the clinic right now where, yeah, okay, if, they, if they're doing their social distancing, right, most people are comfortable with it now all of a sudden. So the whole social distance thing too, right? The arbitrary six feet, no, your breath particles, if you sneeze, if you cough, like it's all going further than that. And especially if you're just talking or breathing in and out for a while, no, it's going to all diffuse into the air around you. So that's just a whole nother mess of garbage. Uh, now, I did want to talk on something else here. Oh, breathing patterns. This is where I think this is a problem because are people's breathing patterns already screwed up enough? Yeah, people can't breathe. So that's where I get a little concerned of people can't breathe nasally to begin with. So when you can't do that, now you're going to get into this sympathetic state versus parasympathetic state. Like everybody's getting more fight and flight, like jacked up, right? And our bodies, most people's bodies are already in that state way too much to begin with. So now you're just putting that exponentially on, on growth, right? And that's not, that's not cool. That's not good. Uh, we need people to calm down, rest and digest a little bit more. That's where I think the big problem is, is breathing patterns. People can't breathe in and out through their nose as is. And now you're putting something usually that's pressing more on the nose and hampering that even further. So that's actually, I think the scariest thing to me, uh, as far as how this is going to affect your pure physiology. So masks and I also said like what about social distancing too right social depression is just going through the freaking roof right so I, I can see this with the people that I work with people are getting crazy depressed not seeing family not seeing loved ones I have a lot of patients that are just going like well, yeah I'm gonna see my kids my grandkids I'm gonna see my parents just <clears throat> my aunts uncles whatever it is so I applaud them. I, I always give them a little pat on the back for that because, yeah, we're social creatures. Some more than others. I I don't need a lot of contact, right? So I'm on that end uh, where I'm good just with a f small group of people, but I need that group of people. Other people, uh, my, my wife, she just loves being around people. She does great with it. Uh, for her, it probably needs to be a little bit larger group of people. So... We each have those differences, and that's fine. But don't don't just eliminate your social circle. Believe me, find people that are in it that you can trust that aren't just going to be stupid and run around like. Uh, and when I say that, I mean, yeah, the people that are just running around with fevers, as is. It's like, look, you have a fever, your body's fighting something. Just just stay at home, just relax, rest up. All right, it's it's going to be okay. That aside, yeah. Hang out with your friends. Hang out with your family. Give 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 some people some love. It's it's a real big deal. So shutting down everything. I'm not going to expand upon this too much because it drives me 
up a freaking wall, to say the least, to say, like, the government says, oh, yeah, we need to shut down everything, save everybody. No, no. You know what? That's not going to save a lot of people because now, again, the amount of businesses that have been destroyed, the amount of depression, the amount of suicides, the amount of violence that has just gone up. And when I say violence, domestic violence, right? So spousal abuse, child abuse, like, it's it's absolutely staggering and also scary to me that people can't be with their families. So I think that's a whole other uh, thing that needs to be explored, which I'm not going to do right now because that's a whole thing to unpack in and of itself. But ultimately, I I, I would argue, I, I don't know that I have a lot of kids that listen to this. So I'm going to say we're all adults here, right? I'm an adult. You are all adults that are listening to this. Yeah, maybe you have kids, but you know what? I want my kids to be able to grow up and make those decisions, which is why I try and give them hard choices to make. Uh, whether it's staying up, whether it's eating what they want to eat, whether it's moving enough, uh, reading versus watching something, whatever it is, I want kids to make those decisions because I want them to be able to think for themselves in a time like this. So freaking think for yourself, right? If the government is just spewing stuff down your throat that seems like bullshit, there's a good chance if it, if it sounds like a duck, if it quiet, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's a duck. So just don't let people shut everything down on you. And this is why I also applaud now during this recent um, phase of shutdowns, at least here in Pennsylvania, I'm seeing so many gyms and restaurants and any of the places that were shut down still open. It's like, I thank goodness for the people that are willing to stand up uh, for their own rights because I think that's something that's very, very important right now. Now, get healthy. Get healthy, get healthy. I cannot emphasize this enough because everybody was freaking out. And I actually did. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I got scared when this first came out because I... Don't think, and, and I think that was by design, right? It's like the shock and all. I, we had no idea what was going on with this. But now that more has come out, am I scared of it? No. Do I want to get it? Absolutely not. I never want to get sick. I never want to get anything. I also never want my family or loved ones or friends or anybody to have to go through that. However, get healthy. That's the big thing here. And if you have a lot of comorbidities, if you have diabetes, obesity, uh, cancer, I mean, just any of these other things, just other metabolic conditions. Well, yeah, the, the regular flu is something to be scared of to begin with. Think about how many tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people around the world that die of just whatever version of the flu strain is going around every single year. Same is happening right now. But you know what? It still doesn't touch the amount of people that die of heart disease alone every year, right? So get healthy now. That's that's all I can say to that. Now I'm going to go over some different strategies to get healthy now, but that's that's what it is most important. Like get healthy now. Take care of your other comorbidities. Is it, is it going to be tough? Is can it suck? Can it do this and that and the other thing? Yeah, but if you don't do it, nobody's ever going to just do it for you. You, you got to take this into your hands. And this is where I said like we're all adults here before, where you can make your own decisions if you want to go out, if you want to stay in, right. If you know you have those comorbidities, maybe you have to make different decisions for yourself. And that is also about being an adult, not just telling somebody saying like, okay, you have to stay inside because we said so. No, that is absolutely your choice. Now, the vaccine. Uh, I wouldn't touch this vaccine with a 39 and a half foot pole to quote the Grinch, right? It's just not happening. 
first of all, I'm not a big fan of the way that vaccines are made. I think vaccines are a very interesting thing to do. And I think if produced and manufactured appropriately, could probably be a pretty viable option and pretty cool thing to do. If you don't just put like human like placentas in there and all of this other fetal matter that doesn't need to be there. That aside, I've listened to people that are very pro-vaccine on purpose for this to be able to argue this point. And even those that are pro-vaccine and develop vaccines are scared of this because of how fast this came to market, right? Normally, what is it? minimum of a decade, 10 to 15 years for a vaccine to be basically soup to nuts, everything start to finish. Not, what, nine months, 10 months tops. Now, if it had been worked on before, well, that's also another possibility that this has been in the works for a while. That would not surprise me. However, no, I will not be taking this. It, The amount of adverse reactions that I've seen in people, uh, do I think I would actually probably be okay with it? Uh, yeah, I probably would be able to handle it fairly well. I, when I was growing up, like younger, uh, and had vaccines, and never had any problems with them, always did okay. That doesn't mean that I'm just going to all of a sudden now go and just want to jam all these chemicals into my body, especially with all the neurological side effects that I've been seeing from people. Okay, so uh, what is all of this coming down to? Well, I'm not a virologist. I don't study all of this, but what I do is. I think for myself, I act for myself, I try and take care of myself. That's what it's all about. And then in doing so, uh, there becomes Julie and I trying to do that for each of our individual selves and then doing that for our family. And that's all that you can do. Take care of yourself, look at this objectively, see what you can learn, see how you can get healthier and keep moving on. Because this is just going to make it easier and easier and easier to take away more and more freedoms. And it's not going to let that happen. Right? So fear, false evidence appearing real. That's what this is all meant to be false evidence. So you look at the numbers, like the numbers aren't what they seem. Are people getting sick or people dying? Yes, 100%. And that's going to happen every single minute of every single day for now until we're just wiped off this earth for better or for worse. However, you can take the mitigation steps. You can think for yourself. You can take your health into your own hands. And that's really what I uh, applaud people to do. So what can you do, right? I want to give a little bit of a rundown again on what I think are some of the biggest bangs for your buck. So, well, never gets old to say this, but sleep. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Get adequate sleep. If you don't, you're, you're likely to break down. You're likely to get sick. You're just not going to recover. And do I struggle with this myself? Yes. We have a seven-month-old, right? The, the the boys are a little bit older, a couple years older, and they sleep pretty well. But you know what? I'm up in the middle of the night a minimum of once. Minimum. Bare minimum. Usually more than that. It's just disrupted sleep. It doesn't work. And Julie, she's up more than I am. I mean... She's feeding Penny, and I appreciate her so much for being able to do that, right? I, I do my best. I'll I'll change her. I'll try and keep her calm in the middle of the night. Uh, sometimes I'll give her a bottle if Julie's pumped and has something for her. But for the most part, it's the, that's their 
part of their bonding time. And it's a beautiful thing. Now, am I still up? Am I disturbed by that? Yeah, like it's not going to be the perfect sleep that it could be. However, making all the other choices around sleep, getting to bed at a reasonable hour, trying to make sure that we have great sleep environments, that our sleep prep is all on point. So sleep, outdoors and sunlight. Yeah, still, still these, you're going to hear a lot of similar things that I've said countless times before, and they still work because that's what building a healthy immune system and a healthy body is all about. Getting outdoors, breathing that fresh air, letting your your body touch the earth, the trees, just be in nature, looking and just soaking up the sunshine. It, it really is a very big deal. And maybe then doing your exercise outside, but exercising in general, getting adequate movement so that the body doesn't become just dilapidated and breaking down. No, build it up, make it stronger. Don't overexercise, which is very, very rare, I would I would argue. However, it does happen, absolutely. But making sure that you're getting getting in your proper movement throughout the day. And that's why as I'm recording this again, as I try and do, I mean, I'm doing some more uh, Hindu type squats. I'm doing some stretching, but I'm just more walking around, just kind of feeling what's loose, stretching out the neck a little bit. And I'm focusing on my breath, breathing right. In through the nose, out through the nose, slowing things down once in a while, making sure that that belly is rising. This is something that's, I, I, I come back to more and more and more and more because throughout the day, I'll notice I'm just not taking those deep breaths and especially more so with the mask. That's why I will intentionally go walk off the clinic floor a couple times every hour, grab a sip of water and usually more tea, something like that, that I, I, I enjoy. And then taking that moment for a breath, making sure that I'm getting that full oxygen and full oxygen out, just letting the body calm down for a second again. So learning to breathe, huge, huge. And then before we get into some of the, the, the dietary strategies, get your mind right. Talk to yourself. Know what your self-dialogue looks like. And the the body feeds off the mind. So whatever it is that you have to do, whether it's talking to people, writing things down, just being very focused and getting as many of your ducks in a row as you can, because the mind is still going to control a whole mess of this, right? This is also a virus of the mind that I think people are trying to be uh, put into. So don't let your mind get infected. Maybe your body will get sick. Your body will recover. But the mind, don't don't let your mind be touched. Let that un—I don't want to say unbiased because our our thinking is always going to be biased. But don't let it be brainwashed. That's where I want to go. Let your mind be free and continue to think for yourself. Think for yourself. Think for yourself. Please don't allow that false evidence to appear real. That fear to set in. Take control of your health. Take control of your life. That's what you can do with this. Now, getting into the other things you can do. Uh, first and foremost, I mean getting rid of sugar, getting rid of vegetable oils, right? Just no-brainers. They both absolutely destroy your immune system. And again, the sugar, 
if you, if you can, to- you, much more people can tolerate sugar. Nobody can tolerate these vegetable oils. So just getting rid of them. They are absolute garbage. There's not much else. I'm not going into a big podcast on these right now. So please do that. Optimizing your vitamin D status. Yeah, get your vitamin D. If you need to, it's through supplements, through food, right? But it's also through sunlight, through sunshine. Soak it up. Vitamin C can still be very effective at higher doses. Sometimes this can be tough and can cause loose stools, but IV vitamin C, hey, talk to your doctor. You can get, what is it, uh, like 25 grams, 50 gram doses, and this has been huge. This is one of the first things that they were using to combat COVID, and it still goes a long ways. Zinc, zinc with selenium, uh, some copper in there if you're going higher doses. Uh, hydrogen peroxide, so nebulized hydrogen peroxide. This was one cool one. I forget which Mercola podcast, but go go to Mercola's website, uh, mercola.com. It's not going to be, uh, don't don't use Google or just type it directly into your search bar, mercola.com. Uh, he's been completely like disbanded, censored, whatever you want to call it, right? Because he's putting out too much actual information, not just about COVID, but I mean health in general. So once you get that big, that's what happens. Uh, yeah, the the people that are truly able to help others will will get shut down, uh, as you're seeing a lot with JP Sears right now too. I think who has a strong voice on all of just the the lockdowns and just the bullshit that's being uh, put out there. Now, don't get me wrong, there are countless others, right? These are just the ones, some of the ones that I'm paying attention to that have been uh, vital in helping me learn along the way as well. And then there, there are peptides that you can use, uh, thymosin alpha and thymosin beta. There, I'm sure, are a host of other ones that, hey, talk to your doctors about these. Uh, I'm not going to go into that. I, I think I'm going to actually have some experts on about some of these things. But these are just some of the big things that I'm doing for myself, for my family, as well as uh, fasting, right? You can, And if you would get sick, like fasting can be a very transformative way just getting some water, getting some just light broths, just light food. You don't have to eat a lot. Remember that, especially if you're not feeling well. Don't force feed your body. It's not necessarily what it wants. It might need some of these things on board. It might not. You have to listen to yourself. And this is where, it's, again, think for yourself. Get to know your own body, and it will certainly go a long way for you. Now, that is all that I have for today. Like, There's a lot more that we can expand upon. I think this is a great primer on COVID, on my thoughts on it, on what you can do to stay healthy. I just encourage you, please think for yourself, stand up for your own health, your own rights, your own family, take care of all of your loved ones and make sure that you get to know your loved ones, stay close to them. They're, they're, they're going to be, they're, they're going to be missed. If you don't get to spend an, the next, if you miss another year with somebody, if you miss 10 years with somebody, you don't get that time back. So appreciate it every second of the way. So that's what I want to leave you with. If you have any questions on this, uh, please head over to Bare Naked Health Podcast. Uh, contact me. If, you, if you're curious, like, hey, Nick, I need some help with this. Like, let me know, please. Like, that's what I do. I do coaching, whether you're uh, close to me, whether it's virtual, halfway around the globe. I mean, I have patients, or excuse me, patients, clients that I work with, even just around as far as like Asia, South America, Europe, etc. Please reach out if you ask need help. It doesn't have to be me. Find somebody else that can help you, whether it's local, whether it's, like I said, uh, around the world. There's lots of people out there for that. And then go go check out Mercola's website. Go check out JP Sears. Like, they're putting out awesome, amazing things. And I can't I can't leave Paul Check out of this. Like, he still continues to 
share different things about this this COVID pandemic that I'm just learning about. So please take your health into your own hands. Take your life into your own hands. Don't let fear set in. Live your life to the fullest and take care of yourself. And, and I wish everybody the best because I want everybody to be strong, healthy, and enjoy life. Thank you.